Movie Ticket Radio. And welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio podcast. Yes, that's our official name, and thank you for joining. I am your host, J.R. Russ, with... Your friendly co-host, John Records Landecker. Yes, career broadcasters, and he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we have the Movie Ticket Radio radio station that you can go to at movieticketradio.com and hear the hits you hear in movies. And this here is a podcast where we're talking about the movies, and we're actually playing a few clips of music. Not the biggest hits, because you know what they sound like, but ones that are more obscure. So enjoy those musical interludes as we talk about the songs you hear in movies. And, John, what are we talking about today? Day. Suicide Squad 2021, the latest Suicide Squad, the most up-to-date Suicide Squad. And, you know, if you got to have a Suicide Squad, you want the latest and greatest. Of course you do, because all the others would be dead. That's right. <laughs> you know, that is not the actual name of it. I know. They didn't give it a two. And there's apparently a subtitle, but you don't see it on the posters like Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. But I did a little research, and I did find that there is a subtitle of Task Force X. For Suicide Squad 2? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. So somewhere within the Marvel Universe that's known as Task Force X. Well, what do you know about that? Stuff you learn. (laughs) So let's look at the many big elephant-sized hits in this movie here. (laughs) And when you think of Suicide Squad, don't you think of Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash? I do, and the big prison sequence that they had in there. Oh, yeah, Johnny Mm -hmm. wrote that as John R. Cash. Did you know that was his real name, John R.? Uh, I did not know that until now. Well, there you go. So big song from the 60s, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Seems like it's been around all the forever. And not to make light of suicide, of course, but People Who Died, a song in it, done by the Jim Carroll Band. Actually, this is a pretty good song. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. It's a rocker. All right, let's get our house band up in here. Okay, Google, play People Who Died by Jim Carroll. People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band. Sure. Okay. Okay, Google, stop. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very uh, up-tempo. And, yes, it is. And courtesy of Fat Possum Records, too. <laughs> what happens when those possums overeat? Yeah, when they slow down, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was Sucker's Prayer by the Decemberists. And, you know, I looked and looked. I know the Decemberists had a pretty big hit about 2017, something like that. And I could not find it. I found a couple other ones that kept coming up, but it was not the one that I know as the hit, and I can't figure out why. But I anyway. do not know the Decemberists. Yeah, but they had a pretty big hit, but uh, we'll have to find it another time. Okay. Then another one that had a bigger hit, the Fratellis, which uh, their big hit was Chelsea Dagger. Love that song. Yeah. Uh, that not that do 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 Hockey rinks. Right. Blackhawks use it, amongst others. Yeah, Boston, I think, because I saw a movie there with the the Bruins. 
written by John Lawler. It's called Whistle for the Choir was the one that was in this movie, but Chelsea mm-hmm. Daggers was their big hit. Yeah. And then another huge hit from the 70s by a group so good they named an entire state after them. Indeed they did. Point of No Return, performed by Kansas. Yep. Phil Ehart, or Ehart, Robert Steinhardt, a couple of hearts there, and Steve Walsh, writers there. Mm-hmm. Big, big hit song, followed by Can't Sleep by Kay Flay. Not quite as big a hit. And I've got my own version of that song. <laughs> and Oh No! with three exclamation points. Performed by Grandson? Yeah. Because Dad and Grandpa weren't around at the time to do it. I guess not. And, I, and I, it is not the Oh No. Was the Commodores ah. did one called Oh No. I, that's, I, that's not the same song, I don't believe. Mm. Then kind of a wacky group, the Pixies, did uh, yes. Hey, written by Black Francis. Not familiar with her, but I like the Pixies. Or him. Or him. And then a great big hit that was a pretty big one in the 80s when David Lee Roth did the song. Yes. But Just a Gigolo, written by Leonello Casuzzi and Julius Bremer and Irving Cesar, along with I Ain't Got Nobody, written by Roger Graham and Spencer Williams. This one performed by Louis Prima. Yep. That was a 50s hit, I think. It's a while back. Louis Prima is uh, the golden age of recording. No, I don't. Yeah. Again, another old, old song that appears in a pretty recent movie as far as us recording this in 2021. It's a current year movie. So Busted? Yeah. Not to be confused with Busted by Ray Charles. No. This one by uh, Culture Abuse. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Written by David Kelling. And, you wow. know, that is really all of the songs that I had in there that were large hits or not. Very good. It's a very quick one. And, you know, I think we have time. So I have another little short movie that I wanted to include. But first okay. of all, let, let's just wrap this up saying there you go. The hits in Suicide Squad 2021. Oh, a couple of funny things about it, too. James Gunn got Sylvester Stallone to voice the role of the whale. Yeah. And he convinced him that he said, I wrote this role for you. It won't take too much of your time. And Stallone, Stallone replied, Ooh, yeah. to which Gunn said, yeah, it's a big kind of chubby human eating shark. To which Stallone said, anything for you, brother. So that's Sly Stallone's voice in there. Uh, his fav- the director's favorite song- shot in the film is when King Sharp rips a man in half. It says CGI was part of it, and also a dummy with prosthetics was the other part. Yeah. Idris Elba was initially hired to replace Will Smith as Floyd Lawton or Deadshot, but it was later decided Elba would play a new character, Bloodsport, right. and allow Smith to return in the future. That makes sense. I mean, if you're going to go for a franchise, you might as well keep the characters... Maybe not film the film, but in your hip pocket if you ever need to pull them out again. And John Cena was actually pretty good. And he just he's described Peacemaker as a douchebag Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) And Margot Robbie said she'd play Harley Quinn for as long as possible because she loved playing in the DC Extended Universe. And I was thinking about Harley Quinn. How have I heard that? And you know, there used to be Harlequin romance novels. Yeah, that's, that's right. I, I sure do. I think that's where the name partially came from. That'd be very interesting if it, that'd be something if it, if that's the original, the uh, 
the inspiration for that name. That'd be pretty cool. And, and I don't know why I didn't notice Nathan Fillon in the, the movie as TDK. Uh, he most famously played in Castle, the TV detective show. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, he's from Edmonton, Alberta, and they officially <laughs> renamed their city hall in his name as the Nathan Fillon Civilian Pavilion. Uh, for no. The well, just for the opening. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> pavilion, pavilion. Yeah. <laughs> and on one of the onset rats in the movie is named after Chris Pratt, but as Crisp Rat. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and Gunn uh, does a tip of the hat to him because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. So. Right. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, all the little trivia and stuff we know about Suicide Squad. So let's move on to another wacky little movie, and it's called Keanu. Okay. This is kind of a weird story how I happened upon this. Not familiar with the movie. No, I don't know it. Came out in 2016, hmm. and I happened to be flipping the channels, and on BET, I ran across this movie, and it's Key and Peel who star in it. Oh, cool. So I'm thinking, well, I mean, they do some quality drama stuff too but their comedy is excellent so i thought i'm gonna watch this and as it turns out peel is very depressed because his girl leaves him and he befriends a little kitten and he has it in his house and his dope dealer comes over and for some reason because of the address the house gets mixed up as somebody that the drug lord wants to kill so they go in and they ransack the house while he's not home and they take the kitten. Mm. And that was his thing that was keeping him from practically committing suicide over his girlfriend. Wow. And Key is kind of a straight ahead, eh, have fun, you know, shake it off kind of guy. And he's trying to talk him into, you know, it's just a kitten. And, you know, and he's, no, I got to have the cat. So Peel <laughs> goes in and he they start trying to find the cat and they decide to go undercover to the drug lord's place and try to get the kitten back and they end up seeing the kitten on the guy's desk and he's got like a gold chain and a little cool hat and all this kind of stuff and it's just so goofy it's it's a very funny movie a lot of kind of killing they're always afraid that they're going to get killed and and in the movie each one of them at some point gets emboldened and really stands up to the drug dealers and the other guy is cowarding and then they kind of switch roles in it where the other guy is now the coward and, and afraid they're going to be killed and the other one gets emboldened so it's actually a pretty funny movie it's it's at least a watch once and there's a bunch of songs in it and one of the prominent artists featured is george michael hmm. and it's because he loves the music and he's sitting around listening to Faith and he just loves the song and he th think is, thinks it's so great. And at some point he gets sent on a stakeout with three gangsters in there and they're all armed, you know, ready, ready for battle. And the guy actually uh, accidentally punch, pushes his CD player in the car and it starts playing George Michael. And they're like, what the hell is this, man? What did you know? And he says, "No, no, no! You got to listen to the words, and have, you got to think about it. You know, listen, this, this is great stuff. This is great." And after a while, they're all crying to father figure in the movie. It's pretty dumb. So it has faith, freedom, mm -hmm. ninety father figure, one more try among the the many George Michael songs in there. So the music also kind of drew me in and then there's a lot of rap stuff in it too there's like don't say no lamont cheap shot and jason rabinowitz f the police 
and mm-hmm. with NWA. And you had Tap the Bottle, Young Black Teenagers, I Don't Get Tired, Kevin Gates, and F Up Some Commas by Future, <laughs> as opposed to Past, I guess. Yeah. And then there was Shang Tsung's Boss Music by Dan Forden. Oliver did Night Is On My Mind, but it's not the Oliver that did the song Gene. It's, uh, right. it's uh, Oliver Goldstein and U-Turn. And then there was Two Clocks, performed by Rufus Del Sol. Start Your Car by Troubadour. A pretty big hit in the 90s, I think it was, maybe 80s, Tom's Diner by Susan Vega. Hmm. And here's a little sidebar. Do you know the inspiration for Tom's Diner? Uh, A diner that she went to with a guy named Tom? But it's a famous diner. I don't know it. Upper West Side, New York, near Columbia University. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the diner that's used in the exteriors in Seinfeld. Oh, well then. Yep. That is significant. And there's a cathedral near it because it mentions at the end of it, and the bells of the cathedral. Mm -hmm. Honest. I'm not kidding. Oh, and that was also a song in the movie, uh, Keanu, (laughs) performed by Future. Then there was a main title, Trinity Infinity, composed by Don Davis. Don Davis. Uh... You weren't even following along, were you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> was I putting you to sleep with my monologue? I was, I was listening intensely. There was right. a lot of FUs there. In there was a lot of those. They didn't count them in the, the, like they did right. in the other movies yeah. I know of yeah. in Deadpool. Well, we're down to California, written by Frankie Beverly, who also sang it uh, along with Maze. Yes. And then there was Blackout, performed by Tyga. And finally, Peg Oh My Heart. Written in 1913, for those that are keeping track. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fred Fisher, Al Bryan, but Leah Salonga did it, with Bird Noises by Johan Perrier. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Who had the big hit with Peg of My Heart? Instrumental. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, Give you a hint. Performed on the mouth organ. (laughs) (laughs) Linda Lovelace? No. No. Um, You mean the harmonica? Yes. You're so close. Uh, the Harmonicats. Yes. Jerry Moran's no. Harmonicats did Peg of My Heart. Unbelievable. The big hit, like <laughs> 1957, 8, something like that. So <laughs> there you have it. A little known movie, but something to watch out for, especially on BET. Yeah. But it may appear on Comedy Central. If sure. Too. You might even be able to get it on demand. Who knows? Yeah. Keanu. Just like Keanu, Keanu. Reeves, spelled the same right. way, but not starring Keanu Reeves. Right. So there you have it. That is the Movie Ticket Radio podcast for this time around. And what do you think we should do next, John? That is a very good question, JR. Hey, why don't we do Anchorman? Ooh, one and two, you think? Sure, why not? Maybe not in the same show, because there's a lot of hit songs in that one. But man, those are yeah. they were just on again recently, I think on now IFC. I happen to catch them on that channel. Mm. And they're just such goofy movies. They're yeah, so funny. I love them. And the music yeah. in him is excellent. So, okay, we'll do Anchorman All right. next time around. Sounds good. When once again, yes, the Movie Ticket Radio podcast <laughs> returns. <laughs> and remember to like and subscribe, won't you? I will. Tell your friends wherever mm-hmm. it's available for podcasting or they can find it on movieticketradio.com where you can hear the streaming movie hits format. So, hey, thanks a lot. Your. Your what? Your name is. Oh, I'm John Landecker. And I'm JRS. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye.
So long. Movie Ticket Radio.